It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, 10th Mountain Division. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Diddy TV. And I just heard your performance. It was awesome, by the way. Love your music. And you're, you're in from Colorado. Mm-hmm. We're Boulder? From, in from Denver. Denver, actually, okay. The, the band started at CU in Boulder. That's where most of us met. And then uh, I finished school last, and we made the move out to Denver. Awesome. Okay. What does 10th Mountain Division mean? I, I sort of looked it up, and I saw that it used to be an Army division. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, part or? of the military. Uh, they were like a volunteer-based uh, ski patrol unit. They did a lot of, like, rescue missions and, um, you know, high mountain areas, Italy and whatnot, and World War II. Um, and when they came back to Colorado or wherever they were from and founded all these ski resorts across the country, um, one of them being Vail, where these guys are from. That's right, yeah. Me and Winston grew up in uh, Vail, Colorado, and uh, all throughout town there's a bunch of references to 10th Mountain Division and how the town was founded by uh, the guys from that military division. And um, skiing and ski culture is a big, big part of our growing up. And we uh, try and bring that kind of party atmosphere, like, let's go shred. Instead, we do it with instruments instead of the slopes. But, yeah, same. Okay, do you ever play? Do you ever have gigs that are actually on the mountain? Oh, We've yeah. done a couple, yeah. It's super duper fun. Yeah. yeah, we actually just booked a festival, Winter Wondergrass Festival in Steamboat, Colorado. It's a big skiing mountains festival. Uh, I when think is it? February 22nd through the 4th. Could be, could be a little bit wrong on that, 23rd through the 5th maybe. But, yeah, I've seen a couple of my favorite bands just walk on stage with their ski boots <laughs> straight from the slopes to the stage. Okay, so ski or snowboard? Snowboard. Ski. Snowboard, both. I watch. <laughs> you watch? <laughs> that, that's my job. I watch, yeah. I don't really do a lot of skiing or snowboarding, but I love it. And it's so beautiful out in Colorado. It's got to be inspiring. Absolutely, absolutely. So you guys started in bluegrass or? Yeah, we started out as a bluegrass three-piece when me and Winston got to school in Boulder. Uh, we knew we wanted to start a band for a long time, and uh, the first incarnation of 10th Mountain Division, the band, was uh, acoustic guitar, mandolin, and upright bass, because um, we just always loved playing and going to bluegrass shows growing up. Um, 
And then as we met these guys and got the drums and the keys in the mix, uh, we realized we had a lot more ideas that we wanted to get out through different uh, different instruments, like electric guitar, Winston has an electric mandolin, um, and just playing around with uh, any style of music, really. So y'all kicked it up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. So I'd try <laughs> everything. full-on rock and yeah. roll. Okay. Grass-stained rock and roll. Gr uh, Grass-stained. <laughs> Grass-stained. I kind of like that image. Um, so recently, you put out an album. It came out in, in September. Um, ago, in yeah. Good Company. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, what does the name In Good Company mean? Or how did y'all come up with the name for the album? Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. So it, it's, <laughs> it's the collective band together. Uh, I mean, the line itself came from the title track, uh, Misery Loves Company. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, after writing it and recording it and uh, titling the record that it's come to mean more than just a lyric from the song. It's kind of uh, the spirit that I think we carry with all of us when we travel and get on stage. You just feel a uh, strong camaraderie. Really just all the people we meet along the way. Everyone, like, everyone that comes to our shows has such encouraging things to say. So it's really just an ode to our fans and our family, really. So how long did it take to write the music for the album? Some of the songs were written uh, like three years ago, I think, the oldest one, Rochelle. Um, and then some of them were written on, uh, the, on a tour right before we finished the record. We went back into the studio to do some more songs, and um, some of them were like only th three months, mm -hmm. three months old. Yeah, so it's definitely a, a span of the past couple of years for us. Where did y'all record the album? Uh, we recorded up at uh, Mountain Star Studio in Blackhawk, Colorado. It's a beautiful, big chunk of land, um, just kind of like placed in the middle of the mountains and great scenery, great, again, great company, good people running it. Um, it's just like a great atmosphere and very calm and relaxing and great place to make a record. So it's super chill because some people say when they go in the studio, it can be a little nerve wracking. Yeah, it was very chill. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to say, the thing, that, the thing about Mountain Star that's great is you actually live up there the entire process. So we stayed up there for a week straight and just did nothing but record the music. So usually if you're going like to, from your house to the studio back and forth all the time, it can get a little stressful. But when you're just immersed in it, um, it made it just a much more creative process. And since you've been writing the song so long, it gave us a chance to like give them new life and see them from a different perspective. So did you have it all worked out before you went in the studio? Or were you actually working out some of the... Uh tracks while you were depends who you ask <laughs> <laughs> if you ask our audio engineer he said we needed more, more production <laughs> time <laughs> but no uh it was definitely a creative process while we were in there for sure so it's at elevation though right so yeah, did anyone know. have any problems singing at elevation now nah, that's you got I that think down, that's a good right? excuse yeah <laughs> <laughs> for bands from out of town that go there they definitely have to be a little more wary but we're constantly going up to mountain towns to play shows so we're all pretty acclimated yeah yeah we're all they're from the mountains i work up there and so it's very it was very easy yeah so i'm, I'm sort of intrigued by the school bus dorothy so dorothy, yeah. tell me tell me a little about about the bus how did y'all acquire the bus um, it's a half so, bus. Yeah, uh, my uncle had a friend who uh, gave him three of those guys, five window short buses, and uh, he was like, hey, man, uh, you're in a band. Do you want one? And we were like, yes. <laughs> so uh, all we had to do was fly out to uh, Pittsburgh, uh, where my family's from, and get it, and then uh, tow out some motorcycles to Colorado for them. And I was like, of course I'll do that. And uh, since then... We gutted it. It came with the seats. We gutted it, put it, uh, put beds in there, made it comfortable to tour in, 
and uh, she gets us where we need to go. So we really, really love her. <laughs> yeah. Now you're touring right now, and uh, how long is this uh, leg of the tour? Like, we're, we're like, just finishing up our first of five weeks. So that's not too bad. Then you get to go home for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're stopping through uh, Cooney's hometown in Chicago, mm -hmm. so we definitely uh, feel homely on, on the road. We a places, revisit yeah. a lot of friends from our past oh. and get to stay with people that we've known for a long time, which is great. Do you enjoy the touring? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, I love waking up in a different city every day. Yeah, yeah I, I prefer being on the road, honestly, because we're doing exactly what we meant to do. Yeah. So do you take time when you're on the road to still create and write? Do you have any downtime, or is it pretty busy? Yeah, we, we wrote a song yeah. yesterday. Yeah, we wrote yeah. a couple. <laughs> we got a little fun in the morning and uh, drink, <laughs> drinking some mimosas and uh, felt inspired. <laughs> yeah, I think that's most, always inspiring. The most important part, I think, like that, those moments like where you're just kind of like feeling it and just like whipping out the notebook and getting that idea down while it's still in your head, because I know there's been so many times where I think of something good when I'm feeling good. And then as soon as the feeling goes away, so does the lyric. <laughs> That's why I have one of those little voice memos on my phone. Yeah, those are great. I, I kind of take a couple of seconds, and sometimes I revisit, and I say, ooh. Not, not sure that was really the best idea. Yeah, just getting it down on yeah. paper, I think, is the most important part. You can decide if it's good or not later. Yeah. <laughs> so lyrics first, music first, which? Mixed bag. Mixed uh, bag? Definitely mixed bag. Like, for me, the songs that I wrote... Um, some of them I wrote the lyrics years ago. Some of them I wrote the chord progressions years ago. You know, and you just kind of mix and mash and over time and somehow. Like uh, Django, the first song uh, that we did on our set tonight or today. Um, Andrew wrote those lyrics a long time ago, like five years ago, right? No, that one was a little. That one was a little more recent, but still like years ago, and we didn't finish it until you know right before we went and started recording. So. Yeah. Was there any theme to this album, or just? Um, a variety of songs that y'all wrote over time? I think generally it's just a natural, you know, we're just kind of doing our thing, but the the album titles sort of fit in with how we felt about the process and, you know, touring and playing together and everything. Well, to me, it just seems like you're having a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying, trying. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's next? Uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, we'll be heading to Athens, Georgia. We'll be at Aisle 5 in Atlanta this weekend. Um, Bryson City, North Carolina. All yeah, we're place. hitting a, f a few new stops. Charleston, South Carolina at the Poor House. Asheville, North Carolina at the One Stop. And, uh, and then when we get, we're, we're also doing Halloween in Chicago. That's going to be a really fun one. But when we get to go home, we're going to be opening up for Leftover Salmon. Some of our favorite bands, I think they've performed here. Mm -hmm. Leftover Salmon has been in the Diddy studio. Yeah. We love them. And uh, that's going to be our first time opening up for them at Gothic Theater in Denver. So that's a pretty, we're pretty excited about to come home to that one. Well, please say hello from the Diddy <laughs> crew. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to say how great it was having you guys in the studio. We wish you the best of luck. And when the next album comes out, you got to come back. We'll right mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. See you then. See you then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.